Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back in. Uh, got a few more text messages coming in, but I'll get to those because we have an appointment booked across the Tasman. Been looking forward to this one today. We catch up with them most weeks. It's Maddie White out of Australia. Righto, Maddie. Um, Rugby League World Cup. Uh, Kiwis, in our view, haven't hit their straps yet. Is, is that fair? So the style that they want to play versus the style that they've been playing, how much difference do you reckon there is between the two? Um, I just feel like they're just not... There's sort of two game plans and half the team are playing one and half the team are playing the other. Like We've got great direct runners. And, and with Brandon Smith there, you, you, you've got a real general, you've got a real director and James Fisher-Harris. They just run straight, run straight. They're playing Nelson, Asafa, Solomona, too wide, just get them to play straight. Um, and then it's sort of leaving the backs, not quite knowing their role. So it just seems a little bit mishmashed at the moment, but he's got a week to sort it and get them all on the same page. A real a real test of his coaching ability, I think, to just unify this team coming into a really important game. Staffy, we know who are our danger men. Who do you think, who, who, do, who do the Kiwis view the Kangaroos danger men? Latrell Mitchell. <laughs> Full stop, is it? <laughs> I you mean, can keep going, you know. Uh, you got great players right across the park. I mean, Josh Etikar, wonderful finisher, but finisher. But you know, Latrell Mitchell is just this beacon of a rugby league player over here in New Zealand. He's just there's so much about him. An absolute match winner. He's he's physical. He's fast. He's got a great head. He can kick. He can tackle. He can just do everything. And I think if they can shut down Joey, uh, sorry, if they can shut down Latrell Mitchell, I mean, there's other guys all around the park as well, but he's the main guy that uh, Kiwi League fans really will be centering on. Can't wait for it, mate. Saturday morning on that one. Now, let's get to the T20 World Cup. So down to the final four there. You guys have got Pakistan on Wednesday night at the SCG. It's going to be enormous. And I, I can't help but think, Staffy, in Australia's predicament at the moment, and as you can imagine over here, there's all sorts of postmortems going on. Where did it go wrong? And I keep going back to that first game at the SCG. Now, you've got to say that New Zealand played, you know, played all facets of the game right that night. Everything worked for them well. But I also think that it left Australia a little bit shell shocked, knowing that they came in here with a few injuries, a little bit underdone, but. In my way of thinking, New Zealand set the standard of what uh, and how this T20 World Cup was going to pan out. Is there a feeling around that as as well, that that even if you go back to the first game, you might be responsible for getting rid of the Aussies earlier than you thought? Yeah, I think what, what I view the Australian cricket team as is a team full of match winners, and uh, New Zealand are a match-winning team. Like They play a really good collective uh, brand of cricket to the New Zealanders, quite level-headed, quite calm. Um, but when you've got Australia, just when we play Australia, say who's going to beat us tonight? Is it going to be Warner? Is it going to be Maxwell? Is it going to be Stark? Is it going to be Hazelwood? Rather than seeing them as a collective team in, in gold, if you know what I'm saying. And then, and like Warner hasn't really filed, Maxwell has on occasion, but as a collective, um, I think New Zealand's got it right this tournament, and different people have fired. Um, Kane Williamson hasn't really taken off until towards the end of 
pool play as well, and he's just been that calm, level-headed guy. We've got explosiveness at the top. I mean, for goodness sake, we've sat Martin Guptill down, who's one of the best white ball batsmen in, in the history of T20 cricket, and he can't find his way into the team, but he'll be playing a supportive role. So, yeah, I think uh, Australia might have been undone a little bit by re- relying on individuals, if you like. Yeah. Extraordinary to think that you'll be playing Pakistan, isn't it? I mean, the way that this tournament... <laughs> has unfolded has just been mind-blowing. I, I called the Pakistan-South Africa game last week and and for all intents and purposes, uh, Pakistan were done, were done and dusted. And even yesterday morning, they wouldn't have thought that they were going to be in their semifinals. And here they are. So you've got to be aware of this team. Look, Pakistan, uh, one of the hardest sides to beat and one of the easiest sides to beat. Uh, it's just the, just the way they are. They're just so hot and cold. And... If we get Pakistan on, on a good day, we're going to battle. And you're right. I, I remember one of the TV commentary guys as I was watching it was saying when Pakistan were on the bus to the ground, uh, they wouldn't have been thinking they were going to a uh, a knockout game, a quarter final with a very life chance of getting in. But there's been some good upsets in the T20 World Cup, which I guess is an advertisement that luck is quite a big component in T20. Uh, the shorter the game, the more luck you need. And um Pakistan have found themselves lucky and get themselves into a semi. It's um, yeah, we knew we were there, but uh, I don't. None of us were expecting Pakistan to be on the other side. Yeah, exactly. In India v England, so I'm in Melbourne at the moment, Staffy. And I was here yesterday as the as the build up towards the MCG match um, started to take place, and I mean the Indian fans just come out in their numbers. So obviously, if you could think about it in terms of what they would really like at the ICC, it'd be India v Pakistan in the final on Sunday night at the MCG. What you guys would like to be there, New Zealand. I mean, it's such a, an incredible matchup to think it could be New Zealand versus India, Pakistan versus India, or you take on England, vice versa. So, have you got any? Have you got a uh, you know a thought process around who you would prefer to see in the final if you made it? Oh, I think if we made it. Um... Like we've been India's bogey team for a few of these tournaments, and uh, but I think that them and us are the two form teams, uh, India and New Zealand. Um, so, but we love beating England more than anyone else as well. So I think um, <clears throat> mentally, probably India we've got a better chance against. But uh, I think if we said who you know you've won the final, who did you beat? Who would you most like to beat? It's probably. Probably England after that shambles with that uh, that what we call that which shall not be spoken of the uh, the World Cup final. <laughs> exactly, good on you, mate. So uh, plenty for you guys to talk about, plenty for us to continue to dig into as well. We'll speak again next week. Cheers, Maddie. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So we doubled it: chicken and Macca's together, and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.